Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, welcome back to the Laser Therapy Institute podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor and certified medical laser safety officer. And this is where we like to talk to physicians and healthcare professionals about utilizing light and laser therapies for health. Now, today I have a very special guest that we're going to focus more on the nutritional side of making sure that your patients are getting better as fast as possible and really supporting this process If you're using light therapy in practice, you know that nutrition makes a big difference on the success rates of how you can get your patients better. So we're going to be talking today with former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher, Dr. Robert Wolf. So I am so excited to have him here today. Now, his studies have been conducted with support from competitive research grants from the NIH, the National Space Biomedical Institute, U.S. Department of Defense. U.S. Department of Agriculture, as well as the U.S. Olympic Committee and the International Olympic Committee. He has been involved in anti-aging research and actually was, uh, excuse me, is the director of the Center for Translational Research in Aging and Longevity at the Reynolds Institute on Aging. He completed his Ph.D. at UC Santa Barbara's Institute of Environmental Stress Served as faculty member at Harvard Medical School for nine years. He's published over 452 peer-reviewed research articles, 126 review articles, three different books, and has five patents. He is involved right now with AminoCo, whose research was first funded by NASA. A lot of his research uh, was actually directed towards their nutritional products. And uh, one fun fact before I let him jump in and say hello is that he was actually a competitive marathon runner who set national age group records and uh, completed 62 marathons under 230 and set age group world record in the 30K, won over 100 local road races. He's still running and fueling his body with amino acids at the age of 75. So, Dr. Bob, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. This is so exciting. This is one of the first guests we've had that really can talk to us about nutrition and aging. So thank you for coming. Okay, great. I'm glad to have the chance. So uh, I'm hoping that today you can talk to us about uh, a couple of studies that you've been involved with and uh, really tell us more about some of the supplements that AminoCo is providing, really with a focus on you know supporting healing and supporting recovery for our patients, uh, you know, with the right kind of supplements, with supplements that actually do something. Um, but before I jump into that, can you, you know, I gave you a little bit of an intro, but can you talk to us a little bit about your background? Like, how did you develop an interest in aging and metabolism? Where, where did this kind of come from? Well, I think that, you know, going back to the early part of my career was not focused on aging, but rather on response to severe injury and illness. And I worked for almost 30 years as director of the metabolism unit at the Shriners Hospital for Severely Burned Children. So that most of my work was in uh, uh, helping young children. Uh, The average patient was about 70% third degree burn. So major catastrophic injury uh, recovering. And as part of that uh, whole process, uh, developed methods to be able to actually quantify metabolic reaction rates in human uh, subjects 
and uh, extended that to really focus on the uh, difficulty that these young kids had in ever recovering normal function physiologically because the muscle breakdown that accompanied the uh, severe injury was so great and couldn't readily be reversed by normal nutrition. And so uh, this led to a whole series of studies involving uh, really focusing on, the, on what, how the muscle metabolism changes in response to severe injury and recovery and how to best uh, augment the uh, response or overcome this catabolic response where the muscle is broken down at an accelerated rate. And this led to uh, a series of studies focusing on uh, the regulation of muscle protein metabolism. And, and uh, long story short, uh, focused on the role of essential amino acids and the amino acids that are required to maintain health in the body that are not uh, uh, produced in the body and how uh, formulations of those essential amino acids can optimize the metabolic state such that the uh, uh, catabolic condition of muscle, of muscle breakdown can be reversed and actually gain muscle. And, and the early studies in this uh, topic were funded by NASA, uh, trying to address the general uh, problem that uh, was uh, evident in spaceflight, that with the lack of gravity, that muscle loss was quite precipitous. And uh, yet you couldn't really uh, pack an extra steak or two because just the, every gram of extra weight was uh, important in terms of uh, uh, the space flight. So that uh, it was in those early studies that, uh, that I developed the whole concept of formulations of essential amino acids that uh, really had more bang for the buck, so to speak, than just normal nutrition or augmented normal nutrition. And, and from that, and of course, with the uh, relation to the uh, uh, the burn children, uh, extended that rationale and those methods to developing an, the optimal approach to augment the uh, response to a muscle protein to severe injury, and and that's uh, kind of led to a series of clinical studies in which the uh, uh, product I think that we want to talk a little bit about today called Heal. Uh, evolved where uh, where we tested it both in in surgical circumstances as well as uh, severe stress. That's amazing. That that's that, so. There's a lot that has gone into this product and this research. You know, right when you said you know thinking about the the muscle wasting that occurs when you have uh, astronauts in space in zero gravity for so long. That's also something that occurs in most of our aging patients or our sedentary patients. And we see more and more, I think every year, we have increasing sedentary rates, people that are losing muscle mass, um, or become injured, and then through that injury are unable to continue an exercise regimen. And so you have muscle atrophy that for a lot of these folks can be really significant. Yeah, I think so, the thing that's, uh, uh, unfortunate reality to that or sort of a corollary to that is that uh, people, even if they're involved in a very structured exercise program or rehab program, tend to give it up after a period of time. And so one of the sort of guiding principles in developing these products was the uh, notion that it really needs to be able to function without exercise and that to amplify the benefits of exercise. But we have to also realize that after trauma or, uh, or, or even with aging, a lot of people just don't feel like doing the exercise and that we really need to be able to uh, do as well as we can, even in the context of not 
uh, performing exercise. We know the exercise is going to help and that's important, but unfortunately, people just are not doing that as a regular basis so that we want this uh, approach to both benefit uh, individuals that are, are exercising, but also uh, that are effect that, 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 that it's effective uh, even without concurrent exercise. That's that's fantastic. Whether it's it's just a lack of discipline or an injury or, or or pain that interferes, that yeah, I think as as healthcare providers, we see that all the time, right? Where you've got you you know that patient would do so much better if they would exercise, but in a lot of cases they wouldn't. So the the product that you mentioned, Heal, it, it is an essential amino acid supplement, but you know it originally developed as you said to kind of help with maintaining muscle mass, but uh. It sounds like it sounds like it not only helps with maintaining muscle mass, but even helping with regeneration and and muscle tissue repair. Uh, does you know are, are you are you seeing um, you know when you have users end users with this product, are you seeing some of that regeneration and repair and muscle maintenance? Is that is that something that you expect to see with people using a product like this? Yeah, I think that the, uh, the the thing that there's sort of been two phases of work with essential amino acids. One uh, in the early days of just showing that uh, uh, f- that uh, essential amino acid supplements can have health benefits with muscle as well as other circumstances. But then as time has gone, uh, we've gotten much more sophisticated in terms of different formulations. And actually, the the uh, uh, introduction gave us a little bit outdated because now I have 14 different patents of different formulations oh. targeting. And, and I think that the patent office and as well as physicians are understanding that it's not just a matter of uh, uh, essential amino acids in general, but the specific formulations and the way in which they're presented have uh, targeted effects. And, and the uh, heel is specifically uh, designed to help in tissue repair. And, and the uh, initial studies that we performed in, in that regard were in uh, controlled surgical situations where there is a, a, a real stress. Uh, you know, if it's after an injury, like a burn injury or whatever, that not, no two cases are exactly the same. So really tough to do clinical outcome studies. But the studies we did were in uh, both knee as well as uh, a separate study in hip arthroplasty to uh, look at individuals that are fundamentally healthy other than the, needing the joint replacement before the surgery, but then go through a real catabolic response to the surgery, not only uh, just from the stress of the surgery, but, but the actual damage to the muscle tissues done in the context of surgery and uh, showing that, that with our nutritional support, we're able to accelerate recovery uh, highly significantly in, in, in those contexts where we have a controlled placebo versus uh, the active uh, product and showing that they, uh, in a whole variety of parameters, the uh, recovery is greatly accelerated, which involves not only strengthening of existing muscle, but actually laying down new muscle tissue to uh, uh, facilitate recovery. That's Awesome. And you're talking about some of these studies. Can we talk about one of the studies um, that I was that uh, you were able to provide that was done that uh, uh, with these patients that following total knee arthro- uh, arthroplasty? This is a 2013 study. The full title is Essential Amino Acid Supplementation in Patients Following Total Knee arthro- uh, Arthroplasty. And it's a 
like you said, it's placebo controlled, double blinded, randomized clinical trial. Uh, 28 older adults underwent a TKA, and then they were using the this amino acid blend or a placebo twice a day. Um, so like, like you were just saying, very controlled, uh, very, you know, really the same process that happened to all these people. And tell us a little bit more about, uh, what your team found with this, you know, what, what did the researchers find? What did you guys discover? Uh, and how does it really affect those of us who are in the healthcare field? Well, the, uh, the, the findings in this study were also paralleled and, and, uh, and kind of amplified in uh, hip replacement as well in a, in a more recent study. And uh, the, the fundamental finding was uh, that not only uh, was the protein synthesis improved in the muscle tissue, uh, not only around the muscle joint, but specifically throughout uh, through the injured joint, but throughout the whole body, but but that we were addressing one of the fundamental mechanisms responsible for the loss of muscle, and that's the inflammatory response. So that uh, several indicators, we did tissue biopsies and measured several indicators of inflammatory response and showed that uh, those receiving the nutritional supplement had less of, it, it, it diminished the uh, long-term uh, an inflammatory response. We know that in the short term that the inflammatory response is beneficial for healing, but what happens is that that prolongs over time and is the fundamental basis for why you have accelerated loss of muscle over a prolonged period of time. And so that, so that the formulation both was uh, able to diminish that catabolic response through diminishing the uh, uh, inflammatory response, but at the same time stimulating the growth of new muscle tissue through the appropriate uh, signaling, uh, metabolic signaling, and as well as providing the precursors necessary to produce new muscle protein. And, uh, and so those studies uh, were really specifically addressing recovery from severe injury. And, and, and we extended that to another study that the US Army uh, got, uh, hold of that research and was very interested as to whether the same sort of approach would result in severe stress because specifically as far as uh, ranger training that these individuals go through a, a, a extremely difficult period of time where they lose a, a major amount of muscle protein and uh, uh, it's a physical stress which the normal nutrition that they provide is ineffective in stopping this muscle loss and uh, we've shown in a couple of studies more, most recently in, in these uh, simulated ranger training circumstances that uh, we're able to, uh, to reduce the loss of muscle or even reverse the loss of muscle uh, in that stressful situation as well. So that while the, the arthroplasty is a very uh, controlled study where we can really you know, get a good publication out of it because the, uh, the fact is that uh, uh, you know, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed in a double-blind study, but it is a very strict, uh, structured circumstance, but that in the more uh, general stressful state of just uh, extreme uh, fatigue and uh, muscle damage through overuse, then we have it success as well, so that we can, I think, generalize from these different studies to uh, any kind of severely stressful state that we're going to uh, be able to really enhance the rate of recovery, the, the increase in muscle strength, and, as well as function and uh, endurance. So that's really exciting because now we're not just talking about 
patients that might be going through a post-op recovery or an injury recovery of any type. But we're also talking about those on the sports medicine side where you are helping to, you're trying to help patients, uh, you know, athletes in particular perform at a higher level, recover faster and, and, and be really overall better. And this is, this is just an amino acid supplement. This is something that really has no negative side effects. You know, this is, a, a true just nutritional supplement that gives the body what it needs, it sounds like, in order to recover. And this is beyond simple protein intake. Eating a steak doesn't yeah. get us the same effect. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that uh, a couple of things in response to your comment. One, the term essential amino acids is sort of a tip-off to the fact that these are required nutrients. So that uh, we have to eat these. These are required to, in fact, they're the only macronutrients that are required for, uh, for uh, a life. We can live without carbohydrate intake and we need a very minimal amount of fat intake to live, but you can't live without essential amino acids. So that, uh, so we are just dealing with uh, products or, or components of our normal diet that have to be eaten. They don't, they aren't just options. Uh, what we've discovered is that uh, there are two aspects of the amino acid supplements that provide benefits beyond dietary protein. And, uh, importantly, we can uh, formulate the uh, profile of the amino acids in the dietary supplement to exactly match the nutritional requirement dictated by that physiological response so that we know that the formulation in HEAL, for example, is much more effective in highly stressed individuals than uh, the profile of amino acids in the highest quality protein, like whey, whey protein, but in other circumstances, a different formulation might be preferable. For example, the formulations that we use for uh, reducing liver fat are, are quite different than the uh, one we're talking about for heal. So that, the, so that we have one aspect of this whole process is that we have an optimal formulation. The second is that there's no digestion of the free amino acids in the supplement. When you take a protein, uh, eat, eat any kind of dietary protein, it stimulates the release of enzymes, digestive enzymes, and then the digestive enzymes gradually break down the protein and the amino acids are absorbed over a prolonged period of time. The concentrations of the blood never get very high and it takes hours for that effect to occur. With the free amino acids, they're absorbed immediately by the same mechanism that absorb glucose so that you reach a peak concentration very quickly so that uh, mm. you get a peak concentration and a high concentration relative to what you get with dietary protein with a very small amount so that we can augment even a dietary protein like whey protein by giving uh, a really what you might call a primer of the essential amino acids that gets the whole process kicked off without taking a, a large amount so that so the, the thing that's kind of remarkable is, as we've uh, gotten more and more sophisticated with this uh, technology is that the total amount of essential amino acids that are involved in these uh, products are, are very low relative to the dietary requirements so that, so that we are really uh, not even substantively changing the dietary intake, but by the uh, formulation as well as the rapidity of the absorption we're able to trigger metabolic uh, anabolic responses, which uh, enable the dietary protein itself to be more effectively utilized. So it doesn't really replace the need for protein, but it, it almost sounds to me like just, just listening to what you're saying here, 
that this would work very well for patients that have a difficult time with absorption or digestive issues in general, because it, it sounds like it's easier on the patient's GI system to actually intake and utilize these essential amino acids in this format, rather than just massive amounts of proteins. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that the, uh, the uh, approach has been so successful in aging, because uh, older people tend to get full quite rapidly, particularly if eating things like steak and uh, uh, other forms of high quality protein, diet, uh, dairy products and so forth. And so that they really, uh, even though they may actually have an increased requirement for dietary protein are not really able to eat it because the uh, digestive process is just uh, too slow and, and, and not effective enough to really allow them to do that. So that with the uh, free amino acid supplementation, we're able to uh, get an immediate jump start to the whole metabolic process without any delay in terms of uh, uh, digestive uh, process that, that dietary protein requires. That's, that's pretty amazing. And, you know, I, I think a lot of the weaknesses that we see in so many supplements today that are on the market is the lack of evidence or the lack of clinical trials that have actually been done to, sh to, to showcase a lot of what you just talked about. But you're, you're talking about things that you're actually able to see in some of these studies have been done. And then, you know, the improvements in patients, whether they're athletes, whether they're patients uh, recovering from injury in terms of seeing these direct actions to maintain and repair and produce new muscle. I, I think I see this quite frequently, really, that we have patients that come in with some type of nutritional deficiency. And in our older patients specifically, it is, it's a, it's a, how much can they really eat? How much appetite do they have? Are they, they're really going to be eating steak and eggs every morning? You know, is that, I have patients that can't hardly shovel down more than, you know, one small meal a day. So to have a concentrated, really powerful supplement like this that has these direct effects on muscle maintenance and regeneration and really controlling that inflammatory cascade process, that fits incredibly well, I think, with both the, say, a physical therapy field where you're trying to help patients recover from injury and surgery. It also fits well in the pain management field. If you're trying to help the body function better to bring that inflammatory cascade down and, and provide what they need without really massive alterations in the patient's day to day, they add in a, this supplement. And even if their appetite's poor, they're still going to reap the benefits. It sounds like. Yeah, we actually did a study showing that the, uh, uh, ingestion of the of the supplement had no effect on the subsequent meal uh, feeding, so that uh, uh, we're able to to give it in a time frame where it's absorbed fast enough and has this metabolic effect, but really doesn't have any impact on the next meal. Where if you eat a supplement uh, based entirely on protein, it may have some metabolic benefits, but it's going to take a long time and it's going to spill over to uh, decreasing the appetite for the next meal, and so. A fundamental principle in the, in the book I wrote on this uh, whole topic was uh, uh, focused on not just the essential amino acid supplements, but the fact that the cornerstone of all this nutritional recovery is a high quality protein based diet. Uh, but that uh, recognizing that, as you said, a lot of people, it's, it's, we can go beyond just the aging, the whole general cachectic response in cancer and other circumstances of severe uh, uh, metabolic stress 
involves lack of ap loss of appetite. So that just when you need the higher amount of protein for uh, the amino acid components to stimulate uh, regeneration of new tissue, immune function, et cetera, uh, you're actually confounding that by the fact that appetite is actually decreased. So that we're trying to work within this context that we want a, a highly potent effectiveness without really affecting the uh, uh, appetite or decreasing the, the, the fundamental foundation of nutrition, which is the meals and the uh, dietary protein itself. That's really great. Yeah, I've, I've, I can't tell you how many patients I've had that said, oh, well, I, I get my protein shake in, but then I just... I don't feel like eating anything else for the rest of the yeah. day, you know, and, and it becomes very difficult for them to, and I really feel for them because we, I know that they need the nutrition, but I also get that, you know, their appetite is at a point where it just is hard to do that. And I do feel like that greatly impacts people's recovery and even the response to things we do like exercise therapy, laser therapy. Uh, so many of these treatments, if you aren't, if you can't support them properly with good nutrition, you don't see the response that you should. So to have a supplement that not only has these benefits, but also doesn't affect the appetite, that's really best of both worlds. Yeah, I think that uh, the other thing which I'd like to mention, which uh, confounds the interpretation of the studies a little bit, uh, is the fact that we found that when we uh, put individuals on the uh, essential amino acid supplementation, that they tend to start doing exercise more and following their, uh, they feel better and that they start following the instructions a little more showing up to, uh, to the uh, physical therapy and so forth. And so the argument said, well, it's really not the, uh, so much the amino acids as the fact that they're exercising. Remember that we don't really care at the end, at, at the end is how, how well the recovery goes. And if, if, if the way that the amino acids are working is making us feel more energized to do the physical therapy, then so be it. That's uh, that's fine with me. The end result is what we're really interested in. And the other thing I'd like to just uh, to, to mention also that uh, in a way it's just tooting my horn, but I think that you do hear so much about nutritional supplements and, and, and the real credibility of it. But if you look on Google Scholar under my name, you'll see that it, it, it lists the number of citations that the various papers have received um, in other scientific papers, and that my list of citations is over 86,000 times that my papers wow. have been cited, which is one of the highest of uh, the entire Google Scholar in all disciplines. And I think that, that you know, I mentioned that, of course, it is tuning my own horn, except that I think that it's important to recognize that, you know, there are papers published saying almost everything, but the question is, what's the credibility of those uh, research studies? And I think that the number of citations of those publications uh, reporting this kind of research document the fact that that they are well accepted and that uh, that uh, they've established a scientific basis for uh, essential amino acid uh, supplementation that really isn't challenged in the literature or or in clinical practice. I'm glad you I'm glad you pointed that out actually because you're not going to get a citation unless it's a solid study that can be cited by other researchers, you know, so you're, you're only going to get these citations if you're producing high quality, repeatable research that has an impact outside even of where you're at. So other researchers are going to base a lot of what they look at on what you, your findings are. Um, so there's a lot of validity here. There's so many people, I shouldn't say people, I should say companies. There's a lot of companies that have put nutritional supplements onto the market. 
with no research, or if they are looking at research, it sounds like they're looking at your research in a lot of cases to present some kind of basis. So I think it's really neat that this product, especially Heal that we're talking about today, has this research backing, has you on board to you know, really formulate this correctly, um, a patented formula like this, you know, having shown to be so clinically effective it is really pretty exciting. Uh, so if, if you're listening to this right now and you're a healthcare provider, you're trying to help patients, uh, you're trying to help athletes perform at a higher level, you're trying to help folks post-op or with musculoskeletal injuries and, and healing and inflammatory issues, it, it does always, of course, make sense to help these patients out with some type of nutritional program. You want to support that recovery process with good nutrition, with good exercise plans, and so forth. So good supplements should have the evidence backing your benefits so that you feel as a healthcare practitioner like you can actually recommend these. You know, you don't want to be recommending or 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 you know pushing products that don't have evidence behind them. And that's one of the great things uh, about Heal is it's got a high level of evidence and an excellent researcher behind it. I, I got to tell you, I've been using Heal as one of my workout recovery tools uh, just for the last couple of weeks is all. Um, and of course, I use some laser therapy as well to try and increase my recovery time. Uh, I'm getting a little bit older myself, and so that recovery time does increase. But I feel like in the last couple of weeks, I feel like I'm gaining strength more quickly than I was prior to using Heal. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in checking this out, I, I highly encourage you to uh, check out the Amino Co. You can actually start offering products like Heal and their other products. Uh, Doc, you mentioned, uh, I believe it's Life, correct? That it has that effect on liver fat levels? Uh, actually, the, the Life is uh, a more general support of age for our aging and muscle function and elderly and heart failure. The uh, uh, cleanse is the uh, product that's focusing on liver fat and uh, has a unique formulation targeting that specific uh, issue, which we've shown uh, parenthetically both uh, liver fat related to obesity, which is, uh, of course, the most common thing now that's gotten so much research, the non-alcoholic uh, fatty liver disease. But at the same time, we also did a study showing that the uh, a product is effective in people that are uh, have fatty liver because of excessive alcohol abuse, even as they continued the alcohol consumption that the liver fat and liver enzymes were improved by uh, the uh, ingestion of the regular ingestion of the uh, cleanse. So that that's, a, uh, a, again, a kind of a unique formulation and patented specifically targeting liver fat so that the general product uh, or just general healthy support of, uh, of elderly individuals stems from the fact that these individuals may be healthy, uh, older individuals may be healthy, but have difficulty getting all the essential amino acid requirements because of uh, all the issues we talked about with regard to food intake. So that with the addition of this uh, dietary supplement, they're able to even out the whole diet so that they, uh, the actual requirements for essential amino acids are met. The heel is specifically targeting recovery, uh, regeneration of tissue, and inflammatory response, and so forth. That's that's excellent. That's excellent. It's it's really exciting stuff. Um, so if you if you are interested in this, definitely go to the Amino Co's website. There's actually studies 
that are posted there. You can take a look at that. If you're wanting to learn more, you can also email us and we'll put you in touch with the right people. You can email LTI by going uh, and emailing info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. You could start offering products like this to your patients that will help the recovery process and address, you know, this, the, the liver fat issue is just a big deal. There's really nothing else out there to my knowledge that can affect liver fat levels, uh, you know, other than, you know, of course, if they're obese, losing weight, if they're drinking, obviously quitting drinking, but to be able to support that process, that's a whole nother realm that we just barely touched on today. So some really exciting products put out by the Amino Co. Uh, if you, if you have interest here at all, and you're listening to this podcast, definitely look them up or email us and we'll put you in touch. Doc, thank you so much for your time today. This has been fascinating and very exciting. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to trying some more of these products myself and uh, being able to offer them to my patients is just really exciting. So thank you very much for your time today. Okay, well, I'm glad to, glad to find such interest in it. It's exciting to me. Great. All right, well, we'll be uh, back in about two weeks with some more research-based recommendations on light and laser therapies and helping your patients get better. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.